All right, second half action coming up. Karen Booker, Trevecca, new women's basketball coach, will be joining us. Also, our Braves conversation and more. We'll send you quickly back to the Hall of Famer, Mo Patton, and the Sundrop Kid from Alabama, Chris Yow. What's going on? We are back for the second half. Hope you guys stuck through the first half. And if you missed any part of it, check out the podcast, Main Street Sports Today. First half podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts, or you can watch it on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, or MainStreetSportsToday.com. Mo, as you are wearing your Braves gear, coming off of a four-game sweep, not just a three-game, a four-game sweep on the road at Colorado, first time in franchise history, the Braves have swept the Rockies at Coors Field. You know, and given what, this team has done to this point. One, I never would have thought that they had never swept them at Coors before, but two, I would not have picked this team to be the one to do it. No, especially not having uh, to go through starters you know, two through five. Mm-hmm. And you got some really, really big innings out of all of your starters. And Max Freed's ability by the way just insane um charlie morton battling through everything that he has to battle through to make sure that your team has a chance to win and the starting pitching has been battling all year and then the bullpen is just they're not picking them up what's well, they haven't picked them up of late. I'm uh, I'm talking about in this series. Oh, yeah. Specifically. I mean, there, there's no reason that those two games should have gone to extra innings, and the last one shouldn't have been that close. I yeah. realize we're at Coors Field, but it's it's not just in Colorado either. No, no. But, you know, 13-6 on Thursday, and then, as JP mentioned, 3-1 on Friday. 6-2 on Saturday and 8-7 yesterday. I mean, a lot of resilience being shown by this club on both sides over this weekend. And to go with that 6 nothing win on getaway day at Arizona, the Braves are now on a five-game winning streak. It has happened. It, apparently. So they did not uh, believe it. I mean, the first, when I saw that third game, I thought, no. There's no way. Way. And yet. So 11 and 6 in those 17 straight games. No days off. 11 and 6. You'll take that. You'll take it. Yeah. And so they come home and start a quick series against um, Tony Kemp and the Oakland Athletics tomorrow and Wednesday, followed by a four-game series at home against Brian Reynolds and the Pittsburgh Pirates. Two teams you, you, you again. You you got to take care of business here. Uh, you picked up what two games on the Mets? Did you? Over the, not even paid attention yeah, to that. Only eight and a half back. Uh, they were ten and a half back before Arizona. Uh, so thank you, Dodgers. It's my understanding that the Mets are currently in a particularly strenuous stretch of their schedule relative to the Braves right now. Oh, by the way, after they get done with Pittsburgh, they go to Washington for three. So, again, a chance for them to really 
do some damage in terms of the NLE standings if um, if they continue to play the way they're playing right now and iron some things out. Yeah, New York on a West Coast run. They've got San Diego and the Angels uh, before coming back home from Milwaukee. Well, the Angels so, ain't. <clears throat> no, but it's still a West Coast run, and that's the last three of the run. So you're probably a little tired, or you've finally gotten used to being out west, one of the one or the other, uh, before coming home to, against Milwaukee. And that jet lag is not easy especially considering that that last game against L.A., the Angels, is Sunday night baseball, so you don't get an early getaway. You have to fly out on a red eye, and then you get one day off and play the next day. So, yeah, it's it's a tough tough uh, part of the schedule here for the Mets and an easy, or I say easy, a, a, Less strenuous. Less strenuous. Yeah. For the Braves. This is, this they is drive, time. They drive Mercedes, too. They do. Yeah. They do. Yeah. Uh, and, and Pittsburgh just swept the Dodgers in L.A. So let's not forget that. They're mm. only they're 24 and 28. This is not last year's Pittsburgh Pirates throwing the ball all over the field like little leaguers. <clears throat> so, you know, watch out. But you got to feel good about this stretch here if you're a Braves fan. Tell us this damn Braves history, Mo. Uh, June 6, 2019, former Arkansas standout Dallas Keuchel signs a one-year $13 million deal with the Braves. Goes on to go 8-8 eight eight with a 3.75 ERA over 19 starts in his one season in Atlanta. And to answer Brady McAtamney's question, yes, I would take that right now. Listen, the Braves need a fifth starter, and he ain't got nowhere to go. So you ain't got – He's got nothing to do. Yep. Bring the you beard back. You ain't got back. no job. <laughs> bring the beard back to Atlanta. Or bring the beard back to the battery. Yep, there we go. I mean, and if nothing else, we can throw him in there every fifth day until Mike Soroka gets until back. Until Soroka gets back. That's right. Come so. on. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Let's come back with uh conversation with new Trevecca women's basketball coach, Karen Booker. She will join us on the other side of the break. Main Street Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. After this. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 
or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50 plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731 and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes! Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our orthoquick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yao, Mo Patton, J.P. Plant with you here. On this reaction Monday, as we have reacted a lot to some baseball over the last, well, almost the entire show. Is that time of year? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But it's also the time of year that sometimes if you need a coach, you got to go get a coach. And there's a lot of folks out there still looking for coaches, especially in the basketball area, especially locally here at the high school level. Mount Pleasant boys, girls, and Columbia Central boys all looking for coaches. But you know who's not looking for a coach, Mo? Trevecca. Trevecca women's basketball team. And we have their brand new women's basketball coach, Karen Booker, on with us today. Coach, thank you so much for taking some time with us today. We really appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you all having me. And, uh, Maurice, it's good to connect again. It it is good to connect, Coach. Congratulations, and um, tell us where are you connecting with us from? First of all, uh, I am at the. I guess I can give them a shout out to Ra- Rowdy Hall, uh, in uh, what city is this? Uh, it's, it's about two hours from um, Starkville, Mississippi. So, right. two hours from so, store. Yes, I'm about to have some good old uh, fried pickles Ooh. and something else uh, okay. before I leave here. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, we appreciate you Thank stopping you. to 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 visit with us. Um, the point that I was getting at, you are still residing, I guess, in Starkville for the moment. You were working with Mississippi State's. Um, Friendship of yes. Christian Athletes chapter, is that right? Yeah, the, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And <laughs> um, so, yes, I'm actually uh, on my way back there, and I will just kind of, you know, wrap up things. Um, it's a, you know, we, we work a lot with student athletes and uh, uh, the coaches and strengthening their faith and, um you know, just encouraging them through Bible studies and chapels. And, um, yeah, I've really, I've really made 
uh, a lot of a lot of really good relationships, built a lot of good relationships, and so kind of going to say a lot of goodbyes. So it'll be a little bit bittersweet, but uh, I appreciated my time over there, my my year. So, but yes, I'm on my way back. <laughs> Franklin native, so Karen. Go, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was just saying, yeah, I'll be there for about a week. Okay. And, um, yeah, I'm kind of uh, wearing a couple of hats, so I'll be taking care of some things for Tureka as well and just, just starting to get my ducks in a row a little bit. There so. you go. There you go. Franklin native Karen Booker, newly named Tureka women's basketball coach. And as Mark Elliott said during the introductory um, conference, last week coach your faith has really guided you throughout your career whether it be as a player as a coach as an official um and kind of all of those things together have have melded to make you the right person at the right time for Treveca, it seems yes just amazing how god works and uh yeah, I do literally feel like I have come full circle. And, um, you know, I will, I, I had a home built in 2000 in Nashville, so I will get to move back into my home. And, uh, you know, it's been a lot of experiences with, uh, as a player, as a coach, the referee, and then, you know, with Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And, and I also got to coach a, a tour with athletes in action. I was their, their head coach for a fall tour. So, you know, it's just been, um, it's been amazing the opportunities that God has, um, has, has, um, uh, allowed me to be a part of. And, uh, I'm excited about Rebecca and, you know, so we'll just, we'll see where things go with that. So I think it will go in a good direction. Karen Booker here with us on Main Street Sports today. Coach, you know, you've coached at a lot of different levels, and there's differences at each of those levels. What uh, what about Treveca and NCAA Division II uh, is, draws you to this particular job outside of it being home? Um, well, you know, when I spoke to Mark, he mentioned that their priorities are Christian student athletes. And, you know, so knowing those priorities really meant a lot to me. Um, you know, Christian values were always a big part of, of my life and everything I, everything I do. And, you know, I was, I was in Nashville, um, up in, from 2000 up until um, 2018, and so I refereed a number of Trevecca's games. Um, you know, I was I was living in Nashville, but I was coaching uh, with a semi-pro team part of the year. I got to be a volunteer assistant uh, with uh, the Detroit shop. So yeah, I have been at a lot of different levels. But the time while I was in Trevecca, while I was at, in Nashville, Trevecca was, you know, buying for NAI national championships. And, um, you know, they were always a, a winning team. And so 
I mean, I, I knew of Trevecca and uh, just the way everything, if, um, the, the school's reputation, uh, their winning tradition. So, I mean, I was, I was just very ecstatic to, you know, when I even saw that the position was open and, and got really excited about the potential to be the head coach. And then I'm just so pleased with, uh, with Mark's choice. So I, I feel like he, he made the best choice for the, for the job too. Um, I just feel like it's such a good fit, uh, for what I can bring to those young ladies and, and hopefully get the team back to being, uh, having that winning tradition. Karen Booker, the new head coach of the Trebekah Lady Trojans program with us here on Main Street Sports today. Um, Karen, you said that you are wearing a few different hats at this moment. I would imagine one of those is recruiting. I mean- uh, well, um, you know, just with announcing the job and accepting it uh, less than a week ago, uh, you know, Definitely, I'm working to get some things in order right away. Uh, there are high school coaches that I want to call immediately just from that Nashville area. Um, so I do want to definitely lay some groundwork for recruiting. Um, and then once we, you know, me and my staff get settled in a little bit, then uh, we'll get out and, you know, go to the go to the high schools or, you know, once the uh, once uh, the summer recruiting kind of kicks in the gear, you know, we'll be out at tournaments. And so I, I think there'll be a lot of people kind of surprised to see me back out there. But, uh, but they'll, you know, they'll be very excited for me. So, um, you know, we're, we'll be looking forward to getting out there, hitting the road recruiting. So I'm not I, sure. I am pleased that there, there is some talent. Um, you know, the cupboards are not bare. And, um, mm-hmm. uh, so I'm looking forward to coaching these young ladies who are who are currently, um, you know, on the team. I'm not sure how 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 surprised they're going to be, Coach. I think good news travels pretty fast, <laughs> and and I think the word is probably out there pretty well that that Karen Booker may be coming to a gym near you and wearing some purple when she gets there. Um, yeah, the one thing that Chris and I were talking about after your introductory um, press conference last week is. The good thing about women's basketball in this area is you can recruit pretty well, and especially with gas prices these days, shouldn't have to drive very far. <laughs> yes, thank goodness. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm excited to travel all the way to Murfreesboro from Nashville <laughs> or to Brentwood from Nashville <laughs> and, uh, and Franklin from Nashville, and you know. Not bad. Hendersonville area, Mount Juliet. I mean, there are just so many hot spots just right there around Nashville where they'll, you know, it'll, it'll definitely be some good recruiting ground. And, uh, you know, I, I even had a coach from um, Ohio text me uh, con- to congratulate me. And, you know, she mentioned in the text, hey, I have some good players over here. So, you know, that's one good thing about kind of being connected in a, a number of different places. Um, you know, coaches are excited to 
try to help their their players. <laughs> and so so I'm hoping that I can kind of tap into some of my connections, um, not only in Tennessee, but different areas. Absolutely. Karen Booker, new Trevecca women's basketball coach, joining us here on Main Street Sports today. Coach, really appreciate you coming on with us, and um, we're going to let you get to those fried pickles. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Hey, can I mention um, we are going to have camp. So one thing I'm working on is, uh, you know, trying to get those camps on the website. So we'll have um, camps for little kids, third grade through eighth, um, the latter part of June and also latter in, I think, the mid middle part of July. And we'll also do a shooting camp for all ages. And so if people can just kind of, you know, keep their eyes on the on the website. Um, you know, I would say before the end of the week, hopefully those dates will be up and people can sign up for camp. Fantastic. That'll be fantastic. And that website is tnutrojans.com. So be sure and check that out as you pull it up. The, the, the lead picture is the same picture as we've got up on our screen. It's the smiling face of one Karen Booker. Who was taking over the the Lady Trojans uh, women's basketball program? So again, Karen, thanks for taking some time with us, and um, look forward to talking to you thank again you. here soon. All right, thank you so much. All righty, have a great day. You too. Okay. Bye bye. Yeah, I'm really excited to uh, to see more of her. I, I'm I fully expect that uh, that program will be in turned around quickly you know again as as we were saying the other day i mean everything she brings to the pro, to the party uh former sec player as as jp said former all-american um as a player and and all of her background really as as you digest all of that it just makes it obvious why she was you know mark elliott's pick for that spot yeah no question fantastic and uh Again, looking forward to much more out of her. We're going to take a quick break when we come back. College Football Hall of Fame told you about that earlier. We will finish up that conversation next on Main Street Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stick around. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 
or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50 plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, a look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731 and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Final segment of this Reaction Monday. Reacting now to some football. We went from baseball to basketball to football. Hey, let's cover it all. We cover everything from preps to pros and everything in between, baby. Thank you, JP. I appreciate it. Thank you. He's listening. He he is, in fact. Uh, as, As I was looking through the National Football Foundation's newsletter for summer of 2022 the 2023 college football hall of fame ballot edition chairman of the college football hall of fame or i'm sorry college foot national football foundation is archie manning by the way just thought i'd throw that out there <laughs> 80 names on this list mo and as I go down them and they're in alphabetical order, I counted 27, and those are just the people I've heard of that I thought should get in. You can only vote for 12. <laughs> if you choose wisely. Now, as I look through this list, obviously there are some names on here who are first ballot. This is their first time on the ballot. And there are very few people who deserve to be first ballot Hall of Famers in anything. I don't get that. I, I mean, I don't get that entire concept because, I mean, what happens from the first time you're on the ballot to the second time you're on the ballot? That, that changes your... Well, only 12 candidates. of 27 <laughs> deserving people. Well, but I mean... get to. This is my point. It, I, I, I mean, I get that. You know, there's 27 deserving people and only 12 you can vote for. I get that. But the whole first ballot Hall of Famer versus I'm, I'm not going to vote for this person. This, I mean, the concept, you can only vote for 12. I get. I'm not going to vote. If you're a Hall of Famer now, you're a Hall of Famer. In five years. In five years, you're a Hall of Famer anytime. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Or. Or if you're a Hall of Famer in five years, you're a Hall of Famer now. Sure. More to the point. So, but um, 
And that's tough. Uh, it's a tough field, and and it's it shouldn't be easy to get into a Hall of Fame. There are two people who this is their first time on the ballot that I'm aware of who absolutely deserve to be in. Who Jim Tebow and Reggie Bush. In a college football Hall of Fame? Yeah. There's no question. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, Bush is going to get dinged. Why? Well, there are people who are not going to vote for him because of the situation with him getting improper inducements. I'm not right. saying it's right. I'm saying it's going to happen. Sure. But in the, in the world of NIL and. But he wasn't, he wasn't in that world. I understand. But, but the fact that it wouldn't have mattered if he played where he played or what he got for playing there, he was still going to be Reggie Bush. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and on the field. Yeah. He was Reggie Bush regardless. I mean, and I, I, I get that. I'm just telling you, he's going to get dinged. Sure. But he shouldn't. That's nope. my point. Nope. <laughs> um, but I, I'm voting for those two off the top. Okay. Now there are some names on here who have been who've probably been on here for a while that you know I I'm a little surprised by. One of them being, and maybe I'm a little biased because of how much of an impact he played in a lot of things, including the Southeastern Conference Championship game and all of that. But Antonio Langham, I mean, to me, that guy seems like a Hall of Famer. I I feel like Antonio Langham doesn't have the national notoriety that he does in this area. And then that's crazy to me because if not for him, if not for him, the SEC championship game may not be a thing. I get that. But again, I, I just feel like that's more a lack of national exposure on his part. You know, not necessarily anybody's fault. It's just kind of the way it is. Yeah. I, I mean, to me, Eric Rett is a Hall of Famer. And the fact that he's not in is a little surprising to me. Yeah, Peter Warwick. Now, you can say what you want to about Peter Warwick, but that dude was a, I mean, he, he was a problem. <laughs> and, again, I just look at this list not and I go. Not in Glendale, Arizona. <laughs> he, wasn't, he wasn't for one night anyway. <laughs> Peerless Price, much more of a problem. Mm-hmm. But. I mean, you look at this list and you go, how is Kajana Carter not in the Hall of Fame? Are people using their pro careers against them? Because Kajana Carter was the man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just now looking at the list of candidates. And, you know, a couple of names that jump out at me right off the top and and – Literally, they're at the top of the second column, back to back. Ray Lewis and Todd Light. Well, I mean, oh, Ryan oh, Leaf and, and and Marshawn Leach, Lynch. I mean, well, Lynch is a Hall of Famer for nothing else than driving the golf cart. 
I mean, if, if he didn't get in for anything uh, else, like that should just be his bust is him driving a go- like a little steering wheel, like smiling. Julius Peppers. But uh, yeah, I mean, there are names on here where you, I, 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 you were saying off the air and, and like I said, having, having taken a look at this thing, I have to agree with you. I don't know how you just vote for 12, man. It's tough because um, <laughs> it's insane. You know, work done is on this list. Yeah. Um, Willie Galt, Willie and Larry Seavers and are both Seavers. on this list. Um, Toby Gerhardt, who was a problem at Stanford during his career. Uh, Dewey Selman. Um, Michael Stonebreaker. I Marvin mean, Harrison. Now, I don't know how good Marvin Harrison was as a collegiate player, but he turned out to be a pretty uh, darn was, good pro. He was, he was a pretty bad boy at Syracuse. I mean, um, Stonebreaker, and, and I'm certainly no Notre Dame apologist, but I've mentioned two guys from South Bend who it's shocking that they're not already in. D'Angelo Williams, what a career he had at Memphis. How, how about uh, this one? Is Janikowski a Hall of Famer? He kind of revolutionized the kicking game at the first, collegiate level. He's a le- first-round draft pick. Right, right. Now, right. granted, it's the Raiders, but he's a first-round draft pick. That's 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 tough. I mean, shoot. And then you 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 go down this list, and and then you you hit the coaches, and you can vote for two coaches, and there are only nine to choose from. So let's go ahead. Let's go through these these coaches' names because I'm really curious about that. Larry Blakeney who was fantastic at Troy, won a couple national championships. Uh, Jim Carlin, Pete Cawthorn Sr. Uh, from Texas Tech, and the early, you know, part of the not t- of the uh, 20th century there, from right. 23 to 40. Larry Coker, uh, Ralph Freegen of Maryland fame, Paul Johnson. Again, I would love to see him enshrined in Atlanta. That would just be phenomenal. Uh, Mark Richt, <laughs> Daryl Rogers. Um, and Frank Solich. Uh, I, I, there's maybe one name on this list that that I think is is a potential Hall of Famer. Which one? <laughs> because it's I'm gonna pro- I'm gonna tell you, it's Larry, probably Paul Johnson. Larry Coker winning a national championship in his first year at Miami and starting the program at UTSA. Yeah, kind of jumps out to me a little bit. Train Monkey could have won a national championship with that team. Well, Ed Reed. You know, a lot of people say that about a lot of places. <laughs> I, you still got to do it, though. I guess, but I just, I don't know. That's a. That's, Man, I, I, I see what you're saying. He had a lot of talent at his disposal. We have seen people mess those situations up. <laughs> well, that's, that's true. So, that's true. He didn't, and he deserves a little credit for it. I, I, Paul Johnson is about the only one, and I know that sounds crazy, but he did win a couple of national championships in, in, in the divisional area and was really good at Navy before pretty well crapping out at Georgia Tech. And the fact that he still has a 66% winning percentage after crapping out at Georgia Tech is pretty impressive. He's still Paul Johnson. Uh, uh, there are at least... Three Middle Tennessee State players on the divisional player candidate list. Um, voters are allowed to vote for four. Um, this is from the football championship subdivision, NCAA Division Two, Division Three, and NAIA. 
friend of the show, Joe Campbell, is on this list. Um, as is Don Griffin? Don Griffin, who played at middle at the same time I was a student over there. Um, we probably said hey once or twice. And Steve McAdoo, a um, defensive lineman who went on, I'm sorry, offensive lineman, who went on and played in the CFL, and I think he's coaching. One uh, of the names that jumps out at me, speaking, and you said that, Al Lucas out of Troy, defensive lineman who played in the Arena Football League and passed away uh, on the field for the Los Angeles Avengers. Ooh. Yeah, that was a tough one. But uh, Al Lucas, there's the whole thing about Al in the uh, the arena football league so that name kind of jumped out at me too but i that's about it i mean the coaches are a lot easier to pick than the, the players mo <laughs> the coaches are easier to pick than the players no Over question two. so appreciate you guys Roy kramer is on the coaches list for divisional really yeah he should be in the hall of fame but maybe not for coaching Certainly for something. Yeah, uh, just put him in and just contributor, I guess. <laughs> I mean, or, or just put him in. Just put him Period. in. And, uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> anyway, appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Vanderbilt is underway. No idea what the score is because I haven't been paying attention. JP. Okay. I'm sure JP. I'll has. tell you, I'm paying attention. It is one nothing Oregon State in the uh, top of the second. A solo shot in the bottom of the first for Oregon State. That's not what we wanted to hear. Auburn finished it off. 11-4 over UCLA. Florida still delayed. LSU up 3-1 to one on Southern Miss. Ole Miss, Arizona delayed down in Coral Gables. And uh, Arkansas, Oklahoma State tonight at 6 o'clock on ESPN2. So there you go. A lot of college baseball. Some Still some college softball going on right now. And Jocelyn Allo just hit an absolute moonshot. No, that never happened. I can't imagine that. They're up 7 nothing in the fourth inning on, on UCLA. They were just toying with the Bruins they're, in that first one. They're trying to eight-run rule UCLA yeah, and get this thing over with. Tomorrow's show, speaking of Women's College World Series, we will be visiting with Marin Angus Combs, our college softball specialist, analyst, aficionado, and as we always do on Tuesdays, the voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters, who I'm sure will have more to say about this Hall of Fame ballot. Hey, that's a, that, that's exactly what we'll talk to him about. So, yeah, plenty to get to. Going to be a lot of fun. Come back with us again, 2 o'clock. If you missed any part of the show, all of the, uh, all of the Facebook, Twitter, <laughs> YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts, all of those places, and MainStreetSportsToday.com. Find it all there. So appreciate you guys. For JP down in the Berg and Mo, I'm Chris Yow saying have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow.